0: Hey guys, welcome back to uh, Monster in the Making. We're uh, at podcast number 21, they tell me. Honestly, God, we would have been 22, but they deleted the whole fucking podcast I did. So they, they cut me out, so we're only at 21, where we should be at 22. But you take that up with my producer and wife, because they they shoved one of them in the trash can. But uh, So anyway, we're at podcast 21, Monster in the Making. Um you know, one of the things I wanted to talk about today is we're in uh, Locust Grove at the Best Western. Is this the Best Western? Best Western, and uh, I had hell coming in to even get to to be able to be in my own podcast because of the line, and um, and then so anyway, they escorted me to the front of the line, and let me in, but it was awesome. So anyway, you, if you hear a crowd roar, it's just the the people around here. It's just crazy packed and. Um, We've had to turn instead of the heater on, we've had to turn the air conditioner on because there's just so many people in here, it's just hot. But anyway, we're at um, we've been doing a, a yeah, um, coach practice today at the ranch and um, so I've invited uh, some families, bull riders, moms, dads, and uh, to join in on the podcast tonight. and And basically, it's kind of a free for all as as most of my podcasts are. I don't really topic it before I get there. I just kind of sit down and and start talking and what comes to my mind. And I have things in my head right now I want to talk about. But um, one of the things I do want to take care of some business is that we are on um, SoundCloud, iTunes, and the website. And if you go to iTunes, you can leave a review. And to this day, I have not went to iTunes to look how that works. Brandon, is it? I mean, is that simple to do? On yes. it, so, like, how would you go? If I wanted to go to iTunes and leave a review, how would I do that?
1: And you would just go to your page, so Monster in the Making.
0: So, can you do on like iTunes, Monster in the Making? Yes. Okay, and then and then it gives you an option to yeah to subscribe. Okay. did you, you have an option to do a five star review? Okay, so if they subscribe, they're going to hear or like be notified when yeah, we like go right on I got you okay all right so anyway uh, they tell me that that's good if we have more reviews um, it does it does the podcast good um, I don't there's no advertisements that go with the podcast there's no subscriptions or nothing like that and there won't be I you know it's just um, but it helps I guess our ranking uh, with uh, the real world out there so anyway podcast 21 um, topic is. Basically bull riding tonight. Um, Again, I've been doing coach practice today. i got two more days to do. Um, I spent all day today, um, pretty much seven, eight hours today, reviewing bull rides and watching bull riders ride and then reviewing their rides. What did they do right? What did they do wrong? And uh, so it's been a hell of a great day for me um i've seen some really good bull rides and i've seen some guys that need some help on some stuff so but uh tonight we're going to talk about questions that are shot to me on a random there's um been some questions asked before the podcast started that i thought were really cool questions so um we're going to start there and then um i'll uh i'll go off from there but Anyway, one of my dads here is uh, NFR qualifier in the CAFR Open, Ty Hayes, and he had a hell of a question a while ago. So ask me that again, Ty. Okay, how come this is better than Cody Lambert's? <laughs> well, one, I don't think Cody has a podcast. And and but you know, I you know that's a that's a big deal with with like um, I don't have a problem with Cody Lambert. Uh, I, my, my, um, my Facebook stuff when I'm bullshitting is, uh, just fucking with him and, uh, he don't take me serious. I don't take him serious, but I respect him. Um, his job of being a stock superintendent for the PBR, uh, he gets more shit, more grief, more people bash his ass over stuff. And, and I promise you, I don't know that there's another human being that could do the job that he's done, uh, select and stock for the PBR. Um, he's not the most personal, personable right. um, person. Um, he's kind of a gruff little fucker. Uh, they put me in a van with him one time to catch a ride, and uh, by the time we got there, I was glad we got there. But um, I respect the hell out of him. He's raised, helped raise uh, Ty Murray, which is uh, still, in my, my opinion, the great, one of the greatest rodeo cowboys ever. Um, Cody Lambert um, could ride bucking horses just as good as he could ride bulls. He never was a superstar at either one of them. But he was good enough to make the NFR in both, actually. He did, he did qualify in the bronc riding, and he did qualify in the bull riding, And, uh, I give him hell, you know, like, Hey, you know, you, you wouldn't be nobody if it wasn't for tough and lane and, you know, coattail rider, you know, and you wouldn't be nothing if you hadn't been used to just entering Ty Murray and rodeos and shit. But, you know, I just, that just, that's just kind of a, just me playing the game, you know, uh, fucking with the guy again, he don't give a shit about me. And I really don't care about him, but I do respect the piss out of him. And I think he's done a hell of a job in the PBR. Um, I don't know, <clears throat> again, who could have done the job that he's done over the years selecting bulls uh, and the right kind of bulls. And and he told me one time some shit that I didn't like. And, you know, when I look back, I'm glad he told me that. He saved me from embarrassing myself. He saved me from looking stupid because I wasn't ready. My bulls wasn't ready, and he knew that. And he's seen that, and he headed it off. Now, could he have sugar-coated it a little bit better? Sure he could have. But, you know, at the end of the day, them guys, um, they don't sugarcoat nothing, you know. And that's kind of what I was drawn to him about, too. That it is what it is. And uh, all it did was, you know, I had, when, 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 when Cody told me what he told me, I had an option, quit or try again. And I chose to keep trying. So, anyway, good question. Danny, with uh, the Miniature Buck and Bull Association stuff, uh, the mini bulls, you had a good question a while ago. When do you
1: know when it's time to quit riding bulls?
0: when, is, when, when Okay, so your question is, as a bull rider, when do you know when it's time to quit? Um, that's a really good question, Danny, because at the end of the day, um, you, you're never – you don't ever stop being a bull rider; you, you, you'll always be a bull rider. Um, that it's because bull riding riding a bulls better than s- s- sex. Kate Hayes, but it it, it it's so right. So it, yeah, I got world champion calf rider Kate Hayes in here with me too. So <laughs> he's pulling his hat down. Oh, so, we um. We'll always be bull riders. Um, the quit part, um, you know, for the most part, a lot of guys just ride bulls so they don't have to go get a day job. And then a lot of guys have a day job because they ride bulls, you know. Uh, when do you know when you're done is is, is when you're not competitive, when you're not – when you don't have a goal, you're just drifting, when you're just entering, when you're just – when you have a goal and then and – then, Two weeks into that, you don't have a goal, then it's time to quit. You know, so many people, so many people enter rodeos without a goal. They just they just want to be a part and not be a goal setter. They don't. They're not there to win. They just want to be a part of the system, a part of the group, a part because they're afraid of change, and 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 it is hard. It. it I mean, it's kind of like retirement for people. Um, but in rodeo, bull riding and rodeo, period, um, it's short-lived. You're not it's – a, it's a small part of your life, a very small part of your life. Basically, you have the rest of your life to, to live life after rodeo. And um, you don't want to spend years like, – like for me, um, I spent probably two years, maybe – fuck, probably more than that, actually. I spent probably five years entering rodeos um, that I I probably should have done something different. I was still competitive at a circuit level, and that wasn't me. You know, I found myself entering, going to the circuit rodeos, trying to go to the Dodge Circuit Finals. And that's when I, I knew then I was done, but I just couldn't turn loose of it. And I could come home and go to the circuit rodeos and beat your ass, you know. But on the national stage that I really started at, and really that's where I even, the only reason I even bought a card, when I found myself not entering them West Coast rodeos and big boy rodeos, um, I I knew I was done, you know. But I couldn't turn loose of it, you know, because uh, I kept thinking it might come back. I kept thinking, yeah, maybe it'll come back to me. Um, I still knew how to ride, but my, my mind mentality wasn't there no more. And um, so I started finding ways to make money so that I could go to a rodeo. Well, that's probably when you, you need to be done. You know, if you, if you have to go get a day job to rodeo to keep rodeoing, you're probably done. You're not, you're not at that level um, that um, you're going to make a living at riding bulls um so meaning if you got to go if you got to support your habit you're done you know um to turn loose of it is the hard thing you know because once it's once you quit entering then you get fat and lazy and you you, you'll there'll be a day that you'll wake up and because i tell the guys the the hall of fame bull riders that's come through my life um and and just fucking stud uh, finals qualifiers when you're done, you're done. Don't, don't, don't tell me you're done, retired, and then try to come back. Because when you pull the plug, there's no coming back. I mean, that is very – I mean, George Foreman pulled it off, but in bull riding world, you're, you're not – when you pull the plug, you're done. And, and, and you've got to be able to, to live with that. So, um, yeah, so how do you know when you're done, Danny? That's a good question as far as, for me, it would be – um, you know when you're young riding bulls you do got to have a job to support it get get shit going but if you've been going and riding bulls and making a living at it uh, paying it, or, or it, and at best even just paying your fees paying your way and then all of a sudden you're not and you're having to go do odd end jobs to, 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 to pay your fees and shit you're done So, but luckily for you there's some not you but there's some associations out there that allow you to come back and still have a day job and, and still be competitive. And that's one of the things I like about the, um, the, the, the Viagra associations, the old-timer associations. Um, they, they allow a guy to have a career, uh, have a family, have a job, whatever, but allow the guy to ride bulls and compete um, and, um, and not get killed. Or, and mangled so that he can still show up monday and and he so it allows that guy to have a, a goal and i like the hell out of that because what it does i think i see it thinning guys down thin where a guy's putting on some weight now he can start jumping rope and running now he can have a cause he can have another reason a reason i mean his sex life just got better all of a sudden because he can ride bulls again and um and so, but it's all good. And and Ty Hayes has got his hand raised, and he's got a question. <laughs> Speaking of Viagra, how come you don't hear those David? The, the, the old-timer deals. Yeah. Speaking of Viagra. right? Um, hang on. Well, when it, it kind of goes back to what I, I was saying a minute ago, Ty, was when a guy's done, you're done. You don't come back. I, I loved – i loved riding bulls um there was that to to this day the only thing that matches that love i have for them bulls was my daughter being born um i loved riding bulls i loved dreaming about riding bulls and when when i was done i cried i i sat and cried um it, it 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 hurt me a lot and 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 so I, I don't I, – I, my life has allowed me to be a contractor. I mean, I have you know, 70, 80 head of bucking bulls, um, 100 head of stupid fucking rodeo bred cows. Um, my life after riding bulls, I've, I've, I was able to, to take that passion and, and, and have it in cows and bulls and then my coach practice, my, my bull riding schools, if you will. So I've been able to have a, a place to channel my that direction, that, that energy that I have, that love and passion I have. I was able to find – I had that. I was able – I didn't have it at the time. I, cr- I was able to create it and build on it. And, and so that's why I don't have that desire to ride a bull because I have a way of, of putting that energy out there. And with that said – if I can't nod my head and try to outride Ty Murray and beat his ass, I have no desire to ride, you know? I, am I, uh, you know, if Lane Frost ain't entered and Tuff Hedeman ain't entered and Donnie Gay ain't entered and Charlie Simpson ain't entered and Ted News ain't entered, Jim Sharp ain't entered, I ain't entered, you know? Um, that's who I wanted to win. That's That's where I wanted to be and that's where I was. But with that said, I don't I don't get on bulls because i can channel my energy in other places now in the same sport and with that said um i don't and i don't know what's wrong but i can't i can't my my hips something's wrong with my legs something's wrong i can't feel my legs after i've been even riding a four-wheeler gathering bulls it takes me a minute to get off and, and and get shit going again and, 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 that's, and I think that was going on quite a while into my career, the last five years, where I was struggling to stay on some bulls that, that I shouldn't have been struggling. But, you know, I don't know what it is, and I don't, I, you know, honestly, I don't want to know. Um, but something's not right. I can't ride horses with my wife. Uh, I used to ride colts when I was, and, and, and that was a big deal for me because I really thought that helped me in my bull riding was riding colts. And uh, I, I, I can't even ride colts anymore, you know, and, and that, if, that kind of fucks with me, honestly, because um, riding, getting on the back of a horse changes the world. I mean, it's just, it's a, it's a game changer. And if you're struggling, like, like where I talk about mental stuff a lot, you know, conscious, subconscious, shit like that, if you're even thinking you're struggling, go saddle a horse and go ride. That, that will clear your head that'll help you so much I don't know why and how but it just it does something different to you and uh, I can't even do that you know I can do it but I pay the price after it's over so that's why I don't ride bulls is because I can't um, I one I can't I can't be competitive and uh, I can take my energy and put it in a in, a, in another place where there's other guys uh, a lot of other people that that um, they channel it into riding bulls and still, and I I love them. I love them guys. I I love, I really honestly I probably enjoy going to the Viagra deals uh, as much as anything because them guys, they're uh, they're they're just cooler and fuck. They 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 they're there because they love bull riding. They're there because they want to because they don't. They're not trying to impress nobody. They got a family. They got a career. They I mean. Grandkids. The, uh, grandkids. I mean, they're not. Where the hell'd you come from? Well, <laughs> oh, uh, <laughs> but, so, but we we uh, them guys are pure. Them guys are pure in the sport, and that's where uh, I enjoy that a lot. So.
2: Well, when you're talking about like that, and I'm back again.
0: Awesome. But. Um, uh, speak, uh, will you say your name so everybody know who you are?
2: Blancaberry. Berry they saw the video last night <laughs> sorry guys it is it is a group therapy session but uh anyway um no when you're talking about your passion somewhere else to go with it versus riding again or whatever and you have other places to channel it one of, I never will forget I watched the um, the speech when uh the jockey the hall of fame jockey Lafitte Pincai Jr. when he retired you know, most wins at that point of anyone in, in the history of um, thoroughbred racing and whatever. But, you know, he sat there at the, his retirement speech and says, with tears in his eyes, what am I supposed to do with this passion now? Yeah. And, and you found directions for it.
0: You right. Know? Yeah. Yeah. That, that, uh, and it is. And, and that's, there's a lot of people in, in sports that they try to come back. Because they don't have, they, they never was able to find a place to channel at, and they, and so they find themselves circling back to, and what they find themselves circling back to is is a sport that they left that's changed. It's not the same no more, you know. And so, I, as I say, and as I've told them boys, as in the boys that's in the room with me tonight, that when you're done, be damn sure you're done, you know, because you ain't getting it back. But you'll never ever. There'll be nothing in your life that'll ever replace the feeling of riding bulls. There's this, it's on. It's on. Uh, you just you it's un, You can't. It can't happen. So I have, I have never experienced it. And uh, but um, I grew up as a kid not having what I have and having to pretend to be what I wanted to be. And that's why I'm so much of mind over matter because. I spent my whole life pretending to be something that I wasn't yet. And then when it then then and so when I did meet and get to be a part and I was very fucking lucky to to be invited in the in the the, the rigs to go rodeo with the with the, the 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 world champion guys. Um I was very um and it all started because I met Lang Frost, you know. Um I always, you know, anyway, he, he was the one that gave me that chance. He was the one that gave me that time of day. He was that one that, that talked to me. And um, and he was the one that said, when you fill your permit, call me. And uh, so, um, you know, if he was here today, uh, the industry would be way better. Um, without Lane Frost in this world, um, for, for whatever reason, um, it's, you know, it's not. There's a void there. But uh the legend lives on so and the closest there is to uh probably t- uh, the, the closest person I've ever met um that resembles Lane Frost and Tough Hedeman and he's all wrapped up in fucking one is Luke Snyder um Luke Snyder the the he he's 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 Lane Frost and Tough Hedeman all wrapped up into one and uh you know, and he and, and he's another kid that I wish would um, make more of an attempt to come out and um, with the young guys because there's there's um, he has something to offer. Good energy, you know, very good energy, and um, and 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 just huge talent, just huge huge talent, huge natural talent, um, and so but. Um, but that, that kid right there is, is uh he's he's a Lane Frost tough Hedeman guy, so but Danny, I see you're just you got your hand raised in the air. The guy in the back, Danny Kilcrease. Uh yeah, go ahead. <laughs> uh, where do you see the,
1: the industry going with uh, all these uh, events where they're actually pay guys to get on board? Is the industry dying or or What do
0: you see? Well, to me, and and I'm not out in the big picture. Um, I I tend to kind of uh, I'm not in the big picture of things with that, but I would I would guess that one there's just so many events, and there's only so many bull riders, and so when you take there's so many events that are the same. I mean, there's bucking some bitches here, bucking some bitches there, bucking some bitches there. There's only so many guys that can ride them. I mean, I I don't care who and what. There's only so many guys that can ride them, you know. And so as we spread ourselves thin, then we're we're in a position that we're um, not given each event justice, you know. So that's where guys are having to pay people to get on. I hey, I I'm not I'm not against that. I'm not if if I could if I could. Um, put the right business plan together, I'd have a team monster bull and you would pay my team monster bull fucking mega bucks to get on your bulls because my guys are trained to ride your fucking bull, you know? So you would you would you would have to it would be a major fucking deal, a major game changer. We so see that coming maybe in the future. Well, I don't know. I mean, with the right business plan, you know? Um, the, the the thing about it is 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 I I I, I when i do something when i pull the trigger i'm gonna pull the trigger until then my 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 powder's wet you know i'm just putting that plan together and stuff like that am i i don't know yet because i got a lot of other things in the works right now and uh and and here's one of them um like coach practices is that it's very effective Uh, i mean it's just it's it's very very effective and and so next year um 2019 coach practice will go to a three-day coach practice instead of two but if you attend a three-day coach practice then you'll be uh eligible for three weeks of after coach practice with with me meaning that you you paid and you're here at the ranch training with me or from owner if i do a road coach practice which we're also looking at doing some road uh, road road deals um the thing about road deals is I have to charge way more um, here at the ranch I can I, I, I can you know I'm not out as much but uh, and I'll, I may go up on price next year I don't know yet I ain't I ain't decided that yet I am an entrepreneur I love money but I love to earn money i I, I, I want to make it I want to win it I mean winning money is sweeter than fucking anything you know and and so so to me I to, because I won't win money the closest thing to it is to earn it and and so i will if i can earn it i i, I uh, anyway coach practice next year has some plans and, and 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 my producer and my wife we're all trying to work on some stuff um but next year like you'll come to coach practice for three days and then for three weeks after that you can send me a video of you doing drills uh, we'll, we'll actually be live. It'll, I will watch you live do drills so that make sure you're doing your drills right, and then you can send me a video, and I'll break it down and send it back to you wow. for three weeks. Because it takes a month. It, you know, the book says it takes 21 days. It takes 21 to 30 days to, to develop a habit. And, uh, and so as we're trying to – because even like with coach practice to, on, on – on, and I've been doing shit, I mean, for a long time. And and I see guys do drills, but even as they do them in front of me, after we just done them right, and I say now drive to the front, catch the kick. I still see them doing, trying to do a little bit wrong every once in a while. Well, if you go home and you do it wrong once, you're fucked, you know. And so there has to be a better way for our sport. You can't live in Locust Grove. You can't be around me all the time. So I have. There's got to be a way for me to help you. St- be sustainable in this sport you know because i want you to win i i want i don't want a bull that can't be rode. i want my guys to step up and show you he can be rode. and and so but for that to happen it can't be by luck it can't be just pure fucking luck or just just you know that guy's just a freak of fucking talent It can't be that way there have, you know, there's some outside sources that have to come into play, and our sport ain't offering it, you know. Am I the one to offer it? Fuck no. There's a whole lot better people. There's more people that's more qualified than fucking me, you know. But if I can get shit started in the right direction, so be it, you know. Um, but with all that said, that you know, it's uh that's where I'll be, you know. Now, will you pay for it? Yeah, you will because I ain't doing nothing for nothing, you know. I'm not a freebie, you know, but I'm not going to rob your ass either. I will earn it. I will earn your respect. I will earn your check. I will earn your pay. I will earn that. And, and, and in return, I will make damn sure you don't fail. Okay? Now, with that said, it's still your fucking hand in the rope. What do you want? How bad do you want? What are you willing to do about it? I can't make you want it. I can't make you want to stay on him. That's up to you. I can help you. I can encourage you. I can show you some techniques that, out of the Le- Gary tree that I am out of, I can help you. But I can't fucking do it for you, and nobody else can either. It's up to you. You're the one. You're in charge. You know. But I can give you that vehicle to prepare yourself for what awaits you. And uh, what awaits you is some rank motherfuckers, which, when you break it down, ain't nothing. They just come up, drop and kick, and they do it fast. But there's that there's that spot on that bull. It don't fucking matter if that motherfucker is Godzilla. You can ride him, and and there ain't no there ain't no game plan to it. You prepared. It's the same fucking deal. You can ride him. So, anywho, I like it, man. I mean, it's enjoyable uh, to watch these kids train um, to ride these bulls, but. Uh, I think what's more enjoyable uh, for me is to see them progress, uh, watching progression, watching them get better. And you know what? It don't happen in three days. It. I mean, like coach practice this week is a three-day coach practice. There's no magic dust. There, It, it ain't going to – you're not going to – you know, I mean – God blessing, but we've had people to ask us. Well, at the end of the three days, do we get a permit or do we get a, a card or a certificate or uh, you know? I mean, they just didn't know a graduate. Right there, it is. You know, it hey, don't we've, happen like we've had that. People cash their you know?
2: disability checks to want to be a bull rider for, too. So,
0: for you know, and for for the most part, bull riders spend their whole life training for that moment. You know, I mean, they they they. I mean, I don't know your, your, your past history, Ty Hayes, but you didn't just all of a sudden go the NFR roping calves, you know? The, the, you know the, and So shit don't just happen overnight. It just it don't. It don't happen in three days. It don't happen in one year. It don't happen in one season. And so um, I think it's very important, like, like, like having a kid here that's eight years old, um, to get your hands on that kid now and so that he don't develop habits by the time he's 12 and 13 14 and you're trying to break habits he's growing up with good habits you know and and so because when you turn 18 you can buy your permits you can buy your cards your pro cards where the money's at and uh, and so to me it's it's a journey to that point and then but but once you know how to ride bulls once you know the mechanics of riding bulls then then it becomes the mental aspect of things, allowing yourself to ride bulls, to trust in yourself to ride bulls. And that goes in from the conscious to the subconscious. Put the conscious side of your mind in the back seat and let the subconscious take over. You know, if you're if you're trained and and like like I have a Homer Kalinka here with me and 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 we're going to talk into the Marine Corps stuff. If you're a well trained soldier, you don't have to think about what to do. You react to what to do. And that's one of that's a reason why our United States military is the best in the world is because they are so well trained and prepared, more so than any other military in the country in the world. And if a bull rider, if you're that well trained, then you'll trust you'll trust your subconscious to react, to let it happen. And that's what separates, when you start getting into the top five in the world, that starts that, because the top five in the world, all of you guys can ride bulls, all you guys can rope cabs, everybody can tie fast, it's who can do it without getting in the way of themselves, you know, that's why the, the Cody Oles of the world, the Joe Beavers of the world are fucking just right, Fred Whitfield's. Watch them guys back in the box. I mean, that's why they can sell Thomas and Mack out, because of them guys. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're, they're not 15th. They're one. They're battling for one, you know, number one. And, they, and the fans know when them guys back in that box – them guys ain't hoping they fucking catch. They know they're going... There's a fucking show fixing to happen right here. Electricity's fixing to go off. Them guys put their conscious brain in the fucking back seat. They left, the, they left their conscious brain at the fucking motel room, man. They, they're all, they're just on mad automatic, automatic pilot now, you know? I mean, and that's where bull riders have to go. That's where we have to be, you know? But when they run that big horn, scary, humped up motherfucker in there, it's hard the fucking you know your conscious mind's like hey dude are you fucking sure you want to i mean i don't know if you've seen what the fuck they just loaded but i mean really you know so but we can do it we can fucking do it man and again i i i just we can do this we can do this and we can do it together and it don't just have to be me you know uh I mean, at the end of the day, I need fucking help because there's a whole bunch of fucking bull riders in this fucking world, you know? Um, And so, but um, I I start a lot of things. I help people think ahead. I help people because that's just me. That's just my mindset. I don't sit around trying to think of get-rich ideas. I don't sit around and think about how, how this needs to work, how that, I see, I see it with my own fucking eyes. What don't work, what does work and how to make it better, how to make this work more and better. And the technology that we have in this world, we can do this, okay? You can go to the practice pen. Let's bring the the, the, the dads in on this. Um, we can go to the practice pen because everybody has a fucking practice pen, but they don't have practice bulls. You know what I'm saying? And and so, uh, and, and 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 then the, the little fat fucking contractor that couldn't ride his fucking wife for eight seconds is like, you know what, you want to be a bull rider, get on these bulls. You know what I'm saying? Get on these fucking bulls if you want to be a fucking bull rider. This is how you get better. That motherfucker don't know what the fuck he's talking about. You know what I'm saying? You, you as a bull rider have to learn as we move forward. And I see it with the Dannys and the Ty Hazes picking up these mini bulls and allowing these kids a chance to get better. You know, at at a level. Now, the, then you're gonna have like like um, the the kids that, that the 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 Bradens, that you know uh, that that are just you know like man, I need more, I need more. But you got to be patient. You know what I'm saying? But because right now this is where we're at, and you're like, well, I can ride what we got. That's what's here. That's okay. Be patient because there's a day coming that they're gonna have a pin back there. That, you know, we got to fucking put our shit together and make this work, right? You know, Harrison, right? I mean, you go to these finals and you dominate. You know, like, man, bring me some bucking motherfuckers in here. But at your age and your talent, because of coming to coach practice, David Berry, um, <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah, so that, that you, uh, you dominate. Well, you get there and you're like, man, I want fucking more. The problem is you're the 5%. Everybody else don't need more, you know? And and so we have to just be patient because I see kids and parents over the years I've been involved. Uh, you couldn't melt and pour me in a fucking junior deal because of the parents, you know? If the parents stay the fuck home, hey, now we got us a game, you know? But unfortunately, the fucking parents come with the kids, you know? So put them in a separate fucking arena, separate room, you know? But my point is this, guys. There's, there's the, the, the kids that are 5%. The Harrisons, the Bradens, Cade, when you go them deals, you, you're like, man, I want fucking more. But them other guys don't need more right now. Mm-hmm. Be patient. Make the best of what you got. Keep moving forward, okay? Um, because I'm going to tell you, there for, I don't, you know, it would be, research development needs to look into this. We have anybody in charge of research and development?
2: That's probably on my to-do list.
0: We need... We need we need to um, look up how many. I used to own a a, a bull ride newspaper called Humpson Horns, and um, actually I didn't own it. I fucking started. I found it, and um, it would amaze me of the fucking subscription to bull riders and how many bull riders are out there. And and when I get on like Facebook, probably ninety percent of my Facebook friends, if you will, are bull riders. And they're, they're from all over the world, There's you see a guy with a picture of him riding a bull. Well, there's 200 other people around him that are bull riders, too. And you're like, holy fuck. I mean, how many of there are you guys, you know? It's limitless. My point is, out of that many, only some will become that 5%. And you're in charge of that 5%. You're in charge of that. Nobody else sees. What do you want? How bad do you want? What are you want to do about it? And... And so you can't hope that you luck into the 5%. You have to earn your way to the 5%, work your way to the 5%. And, uh, and then once again, I go back to this. Once you know how to ride bulls, um, it becomes into your brain. Like today, one of the, he, he's not in coach practice, but he stopped by and just kind of do a real quick deal of drills with me and, uh, a stud bull rider. And, uh. And and he, he said he's been struggling. He said, "Man, I've been I've been struggling." I said, "Well, get on the barrel." Let me see you "Do some drills." Well, he just fucking did drills like fucking nothing. I mean, it's like hell yeah. I mean, I don't know what your problem is. You know, his problem is it's in his mind. It ain't it ain't his, it ain't his technique. He knows the technique. It's in his mind. He's stopping himself from allowing himself to do it right. Okay, and you're like, well, I can do it right here, but I can't do it right over here. That again is in your mind. It's your mindset, and that's what separates the five percenters of the mindset. Our mindset. And as I move forward in my podcast, uh, because I study and read books, and 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 I have a uh, a, a, a friend of mine. I don't know what would you uh, my, he, mentor. Mentor uh, that he's a mind coach, and and he don't live in this country, and. Uh, and he's, uh, I confide in him. I ask him questions uh, to help me understand. And uh, I'm, I'm in, I'm in search of perfection. will never be perf- perfect, but um, I, I believe that I. Well, not only do I believe, I fucking know without a shadow of a doubt there is a reason why I'm here and not here. Okay, I know that, and it ain't, it ain't because of lack of money lack of um, talent, because i got two fucking hands and two fucking feet and a brain that thinks, well, what is my problem? Why am I here and not here? It's my thought process. It's what held me back. It, my thought process held me back. But as a young age, when I was kicking ass, when I was rookie of the year, things like that, those years there, my, my subconscious was running my life. Okay, but then all of a sudden something happened, something changed, and then my conscious mind starts trying to run my fucking life. And as my conscious brain started trying to run my life, my my winning percentage started dropping, you know. But my conscious mind seemed to know more, but my winning percentage was going down, you know. it's, it's So um, I, I know. I, I don't – what do I say? I mean – I'm not a doctor. I'm not educated. I'm not, I don't have a college education. Uh, if I was ever going to college, I'd still be fucking there. Um, when I was single, I thought about buying a backpack and just pretending I was a student because I don't know if you ever went to a college deal there's some pretty hot girls around there. But I was like, I didn't care about learning. Now I do. When I was young, I'm like, I'm going to ride bulls. I just want to be a bull rider, you know? Fuck this education shit, you know? I'm okay with that, but here's, here's, here's the problem with our education system is they don't teach our young people how to think. They teach you how to read, write, do some math, but they don't teach you how to think. They tell you, get an education, go get you some more education, and then go get you some more education, and then hope like fucking hell you get you a really good, well-paying job that has insurance and retirement to it.
2: Well, there's a difference that, between education and Where would you
0: come from again? You scare me. You need you need to like hold your hand up like the rest of them do. I'm going to
2: hold my back hand up. <laughs> um, no, but there's a difference between education and intelligence. There's some extremely intelligent people in the world who aren't well-educated but are very successful in so many ways, and there's some very educated people who aren't very intelligent.
0: Exactly. So. Absolutely. But the ones that didn't finish high school that are billionaires, it's because of their thought process and not af- afraid to work. You know the worth ethic in life is how is what determines who wins and who loses. Okay, and then and it ain't like the guy that's out there pounding nails his whole life. That's what he wants to do. Okay, there's nothing wrong with that. He works hard, but if you're going to work hard and you want more, then learn from your mistakes and get better from that. Don't just be in that rut. That one. That that because a lot of people are afraid of what's out there. You know they're they're comfortable here. They're comfortable in this place. They're when they get out of that, they're like, where's all my friends go? You know. Well, you, you're going to make new friends. It's like moving schools, changing schools. You're going to have to make new friends, and you will. It puts you out of your comfort zone. Okay, but you can't go hide in the corner. Okay, because you don't grow from that. And the only way we get better. Is to challenge ourselves, to, to, to ask ourselves of more, you know? And that's then so back. So, like, um, like me and Patterson was talking behind the chutes or behind the, in the sort pens earlier this evening, was that he was like, working out? Does that mean should I go to the gym or what? And I said, working out means jumping rope, doing setups, running, doing something, not lifting weights as much. Because bull riding is not a strength sport, but learning to push yourself past the breaking point, past that breaking point. And that breaking point is how many times can you jump the rope without messing up? And if you mess up, start all over, you know? Running, how far can you run? How fast can you run? Try yourself. Push yourself. Push the limit. And, And that's how you learn to win, is push the limit and realize that you can push the limit. And there's a fucking full moon tonight. I mean, it's beautiful. And you, if you stare at that moon long enough, you try to picture a spaceship and guys getting off that fucking spaceship and, and, and walking on that moon. You know, push the limit. Be them bastards that were sitting in that fucking spaceship and said, hey, guys, we're going to shoot you to the fucking moon. Countdown, you know, you know, and blast off. You, you hope the hell somebody fucking knows what that, and it's never been done, right, you know, until then. Um, push yourself. Be, be, be the guy that wants to break the sound barrier, you know? Be the guy that wants more. Be the guy that says, you know what? There is more. Because there is more. There is more, you know? Um, the Red Red Bull puts out a, a magazine called Red Bulletin. Uh, I, uh, it's rank. I mean, because every, every article in them, them guys are in there. They're the guys that's pushing the limit more. They're pushing the limit. And... And uh, it, it, it's good stuff. It's really good stuff.
2: Well, it's like when we were talking earlier, the boys, you said something about, you know, uh, be patient and, you know, dominate where you're at and you're wanting more. Um, that just kind of set something off in my head. Like when I was in college, I mean, like some of you guys are, like there's an age division in whatever age you're in. That's how they're Babe, You're say,
0: way older than any of us. I'm here. not
2: my age division. I'm talking about junior stuff. Okay. Okay, work
0: with me. Going with it.
2: But anyway, like if you're in, if you're the younger end of your age division, you know you have another year, two years, I don't know how many, four years, whatever in that division, and you're thinking, shoot, I'm dominating this right now. What am I supposed to do? But it's like me, I had a very competitive horse for a long time, and when I first got her, I won a bunch on her, and I thought I won it because I rode better than everyone else. I didn't realize I had a nicer horse, which right. happens in barrel racing. You know, I thought, shoot, I think I don't know what y'all's problem is, but anyway. As she slowed down a half step, I wasn't gonna be super competitive at pro rodeos anymore. But I was in college still at that time, and I was very did a lot of stuff at college. But every time I got on her, I'm like, okay, let me let me try this. I was just gonna experiment and see how little I could ride her in, and how just push the limit, try, make a game with yourself. Just say, what if what if I did this, or what if I did this with no spurs, or what if I what if I ran her in a halter, which I highly don't suggest, even though it seems like they're really broke sometimes. i That's not a great idea. But anyway, um, that was before they even had helmets, which I still don't wear, but anyway. Um, yeah, we won't even go there. That's not this podcast. But if you're going to be there and you're you're, you're going to be in this situation, you're dominating your age division, you have another year or two in that age division, challenge yourself. Don't bore yourself in there. Don't, don't get aggravated because it's not what you, you're ready. You know you're ready for more. Just make the most of where you are. And you mentioned that will make the most, but make the most of where you are and say, what, what if I did this, you know, with a flank rope or yeah. what if I did this in t- practice in tennis shoes with no spurs or yeah, what do, if I just, know, just I, push absolutely. yourself I, where you are. Just go Don't with be afraid.
0: Mess. Basically what you're saying, don't be afraid to lose. Don't be afraid because you don't fail. You don't fail. There's no such thing as failure. You know? And don't don't be afraid. Don't be afraid to get bucked off. You know? And if you do, tip your hat, walk on. You know? It can't happen again. It can't happen twice. And if it does happen twice, it can't happen three times, you know. Everything that you do, you've got to look at it that you're going to win. You can't look at it like you're going to fail. Or what if. I fail. What if I get bucked off? What if I don't win? What if? You're going to what if yourself to like, done, and when you're going to wake up someday and you're going to be in a rut and you're like, what the hell? What happened? You what if yourself to death, you know? the hell with what if. What if you win? What if I win? What if I break the sound barrier? What if I'm the second man that gets to the moon? You know, what if? Be the man that invents it. Don't be don't be the fucking the one that says it can't be done. Be the one that says, fuck yeah, it can be done. There's a where there's a will, there's a way. There is. It is very true, you know? And I will prove you wrong if you say it's not, because where there's a will, there's a way. There is an arena record in Vegas, Thomas and Mack, that can be broke. I promise you. I promise you. Right? Lenny, start your hair. He's got his I hand up raised. Oh, you're in your ear. No, I, I came up with a question. Oh, okay.
1: So, when you say you were talking about what if you get bucked off or when you get bucked off, tip your hat, and, you mm-hmm. know, it can't happen twice. Right. As a parent or as a coach, and I've struggled with this some, how do you deal with or what's your stance on I don't want to see that guy that throws his helmet against the buck and shoots, runs around and punches the back wall or whatever every time he gets bucked off. Right. He just throws a fit. Yep. Every time he gets bucked right. off. Right. At the same time, I don't want to see that guy that gets bucked off and gets up smiling and walks out of the arena and, as I call it, getting okay with getting bucked off. Right. How do you coach or parent or what's your stance on what's a happy medium there and how do you help? these bull riders stay in that happy medium. Right. Not being okay with getting bucked off, but not getting sure. discouraged because you did.
0: Right. So, like, like okay, so, like, it's kind of like that deal that says, show me a good loser and I'll show you a loser kind of stuff, it's, you know. Um, because I believe – it, it. so, okay, so – I fucking suck at explaining shit. <laughs> How in the hell I run a coach practice? I have fucking saying? no idea. You <laughs> know what I'm saying? Said, I'll, I'll, I'll be. Sta- I mean, honest to God, I wake up every fucking day and I'm like, "Are you fucking ca- you of all fucking people, David Barry?" Um, when when you when you're when you know what you're doing and you and you're good at what you do, you do. I mean, you're good at what you do, and you know you're good at what you do. Then why fucking throw a fit and be pissed? Why act? Uh, People sometimes when they lose, they have to act out in front of everybody else. You know what I'm saying? And because when you're a badass, I mean, when you're a fucking just a tiger, I mean, um, I mean a fucking badass, you don't have to act out jack shit. If that fucker beat you that day, that's respect. That's okay. You can't do that again. I did something wrong, but I don't have to throw a fucking fit. And get mad and spit and cuss and make a scene to show everybody else that fuck that you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. And so it's a it's a controlled um, a, a controlled place in life, and and that, and it's hard to be there because there's times I will fucking throw a hot shot at that fucking moon. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I'll be so fucking. When I was younger, I I cannot. I mean, I have broke so many fucking hot shots. Over the, uh, you know, to a point where I got to where I couldn't even afford to buy the motherfuckers, you know, so I decided, you know what, quit throwing a fucking fit. Because I would break, I mean, I would demolish, I would, I would just like, there would be nothing left of that motherfucker, you know, over a fucking bull getting by me, or, or you know what I'm saying, I mean, over something fucking that ain't worth bashing this fucking hot shot over. Well, why throw a fucking fit if a bull bucks you off, you know, you're acting something out that doesn't need to be acted out. It's nobody's business but your own inside of you. And if you can't live with a bull bucking you off, then you need to fucking quit because you ain't, you're you going to get bucked off. You ain't going to ride them all. You ain't going to catch all the calves. You know? I mean, shit's going to happen. You, you know? I don't care who you are and what you think you are. You're not going to win every time. And if you're not prepared for that, if you're not okay with that, then then get out of the business, you know? Because if you got to throw a fucking, a fucking fit, you know, and act stupid... To prove to everybody else how bad you want it, you know, you're wrong. You're wrong. And so, how I go about it, or how I would like to be able to go about it, because I, I promise, I still throw a fit every once in a while, but not near as much as what I did, because I'm controlled now. Because I realize now, when something doesn't work, that's showing me what did, what will work. You know, instead of looking at it like I failed, I won. You know, that bull butt me off. But that just put me closer to winning because that bull just showed me what I, I, a weakness I have, you know? And so I'm, why do I need to act out something when that bull just helped me realize something, you know? And so. You leave your emotions at home. Right, absolutely. Leave them, in the leave them in the pickup. That's right, exactly right, exactly right. And and so that, that show me a, 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 a good loser and I'll show you a loser, that's not right. That's not true. I don't believe that. I used to, but I don't know more. I, I think. It's a controlled, and, and, and I think if you're good, if you're really fucking good, you don't have to act out nothing, because you're not going to win. You're not going to win if you're an if you're an investor. You're not going to win every investment. You know, if you're a football player, you're not going to win every game. If you're a wrestler, you're not going to win every match. I hope you do, but you know there is a chance you might get your ass beat. You know, but if you if somebody beats your ass in wrestling, what do you do? You're going to get mad? Why? You're going to be like, how'd that fucker beat me? When, when we're doing coach practice and we're doing video review, and you guys, I don't know if you even pick up on it, but you'll be like, you'll be like, let's just say simply like tipped into your hand, okay? And I'll say, well, you're tipped into your hand, and I'll show it to you, right? And you'll be like, yeah, yeah, it's tipped in my hand. But why was you tipped into your hand? Why did I get beat? Why did I get pinned? Why did I get bucked off? There's a why. Ask yourself why instead of throwing a fit and getting mad and acting out something that don't need to be acted out. And if you do need to act it out, do it somewhere else. Where, you know, I mean, demolish something besides a hotshot that costs a lot of money. You know what I'm saying? Um, You know, pick up a rock that's available and throw it at the fucking sky. You know, but. You know, but I was notorious of fucking shit up because <laughs> I got mad. Well, I had a temper. Well, I didn't have a fucking temper. I just, I was losing. I lost. And the reason I lost because I wasn't confident. I didn't, you know, I mean, it all goes hand in hand. And, and that's a very good question you just ask. And I'm, again, failing to explain the, the part of it that I need to because everything is inside of me. I just don't, it ain't coming out in the words, you know?
1: Because so, I was sitting here thinking while well, you were explaining that. Well, I asked about the fit throwing, but I also asked about the not being okay with getting bucked off, but you kind of answered that all the same. To me, you did. With the learning from that, yeah, I got bucked off, but why? If you got that attitude, that fixes that problem of being okay with getting bucked off because I'm going to get better to ride him.
0: You know, it, it, it's, it's probably like being fucking married.
1: I wouldn't
0: have no idea how to do that right, dude. <laughs> Good point, Lane. Good point. Good point. <laughs> and Homer. Good point. Good point. <laughs> uh, we got we got some available dads in the room with us tonight, if anybody has seen them. <laughs> um, here here. <laughs> when I'd never been married. And, man, there's times that shit happens and I just want to throw a fucking fit and cuss and and like, what the fuck, you know, and just throw my sucker in the dirt. And I, luckily I've grown up and as an adult, I'm like, you know what? Don't act it out. Just calm down and roll with a punch and it'll all work itself out. So getting bucked off is kind of like being married. Just roll with a punch, man. Because, honestly... The bigger fit you throw, probably in a marriage, you you lose ground. You know, you've heard that, you know? And and so... Um, I must be really grown up then, huh? We are more grown up than all of us. So, but...
2: Well, we, what, what Lenny was saying earlier, though, it, it kind of... I wrote something down just thinking about it, but... Whether you're not winning or you're, you're winning and you're throwing a fit... If you're if you're not winning, you get up, you're happy, and you go and not win again. That's maybe a lack of passion or or dedication or whatever. But if you're winning, and you throw a fit. That's a a lapse in mental control too, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Right there. So if there was a lapse there, there's probably a lapse several steps back. And if you address that,
0: it takes care of the other one. Exactly. There, you, you, there's something got left out. There's a you know, and so that, so. Yeah, I mean, she said it better than I do, but I mean, it's just acting out, being frustrated and pissed or disappointed is is that that it, you're acting it out. You know, it didn't make you, it ain't helping you none. You know, and and so I looked at, and I still when I when I when I fell at something, which is. I mean, rarely. I mean,
2: extremely kind of a freak yeah. of
0: nature. So, I mean, but every once in a while, when I do fail, I look at why. Why did I fail? And not, not, not. I can't do this, or I'm too short. I'm too tall. I'm too. I'm not educated enough. I'm why, why? Because th- if th- there is an answer, there is an answer. If you want to know the answer, there is an answer. It depends on how bad you want to hear the answer and the truth. You know. And so, um, you know, there's the, as, as I call it with the bull riders, there's the Lane Frost and there's the tough Hiedemann. You want the Lane Frost version or you want the tough fucking Hiedemann version of it, you know? How do you, want, how, how, you know? How do you want this to be said, you know? And so, but at the end of the day, it still points in this direction there, you know? We can get better, and, and, and by throwing a fit doesn't make us better and getting mad doesn't get it and getting down and disappointed in ourselves doesn't make us better okay human emotions will will, will rise that i mean cuz god gave us that thank god he did he gave, i mean you know um, but by letting it overcome us will hold us back okay so we have to we have to utilize our failures and weaknesses to, and, and we become better and in like how do i get better ask yourself why did i lose why did i get bucked off and and the buck off didn't happen at the buck off it happened to jump before if not two jumps before it happened i mean so so things were leading up to failure if you will you know it just didn't happen shit just don't happen you know so anybody else any questions what?
2: <laughs> I saw some written down, but I, uh, maybe you answered
0: them. Awesome. Do you think uh, you can have too much cockiness as a bull rider? Um, no. no, I don't. I don't. I don't think there's such thing as too. I think if you're too cocky, you're you're. If you're cocky, 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 or just cocky, I think it's lack of confidence. You know, there's a difference between. Being uh, cocky, arrogant, and just confident, you know, and and you know, Danny. When I was a kid growing up, and and again, God blessed me with with some natural abilities and talents, and uh, and I was scared of people. I mean, fucking scared of people. And and I didn't I, I didn't fit in with with the the group. Okay, and. But they didn't fit in with me. It was, I, you know, it was, it was rever- I just, but at the time I thought I didn't fit in with them. It, it was, you know, I was labeled arrogant, cocky, conceited, because I didn't talk, because I wasn't sociable, where I was just scared to death and I stood over by my gear bag and made friends with my gear bag, you know? You know what I'm saying? And so um, I've been prejudged my whole life. Even, Even to this day, I get prejudged. You know, and now I, I, you know, a lot of it I bring on myself, and you know, now we got us a game I like to play, but I am in a position that I can do that. But when I was a young guy, I, uh, uh, I was judged because I was, you know, I was good, I was good, and because I was good and didn't socialize, I was labeled arrogant, cocky. Now, basically, probably what you're talking about is is somebody being overly uh, well, I'll tell you this. I mean, just fucking cut to the chase. When, when kids come around me or guys come around me and they're fucking cocky, I, I, I can tell you right now they can't fucking warm my slow side up because the guy that ain't talking is the guy that's got my attention. You know what I'm saying? It ain't, I, the guy that's, that's the guy that's got my attention. The one over yakking at me or telling me how good he is and all that bullshit, he, he's, he's blowing smoke. You know, and and so, um, put that in your pipe and smoke it. But I'm pretty sure that I'm accurate on that one. So, your question, Kate. Huh? you got another question, Cade? Cade, hey, oh, I gotta read, to read it. Read it. it. Uh, which one is it? The bottom line. It's okay? David Berry is the greatest. No. Oh, that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> turning,
2: <laughs> turning, um, Sheldon. Shoulder out and your chest out and your free arm to the front and back and raising your heels
0: up a little. Mm-hmm. What questions would you like to ask David Berry? Okay, so are you asking me a question? Explain that to me. Uh,
1: no, okay. When, when
2: you're asking about, like, turning your heels out or... or just
0: Okay, so so breaking things down, that, that basic bull riding is what you're what you've wrote down there is basic bull riding, and and so our our basic bull riding starts from our calves up. Okay, we get a halt with our heels, our calves, and squeeze up through our legs. That's our base. That's our that's what holds us on that bull. Okay, that's what that's and so that's that's our grip. Okay. And then from our waist hips up is our balance, okay? And our body will self-level with a bull. Just like when we walk, we're going to walk out of here and it's level ground. Our body will self-level to the ground because it's flat and our body will self-level. It. But if it comes up, our body will self-level as we go up a ramp or something walking, right? So, our, so God gave us a, uh, the ability, the, the megani- me- mechanisms um, that balances us out. Bull runs the same way. So as we group with our heels up through our legs, and then that's our base, and then our, from our hips up is our balance, front to back, Nothing side to side in bull riding, everything's front to back because bulls are bucking front to back, and, and as we drive out over him, as, you would, as we would say, well, we got here, um, I seen it, I seen it, I seen it. Do 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 your shoulder do do your
2: chest out. shoulder. You right,
0: there we go. We wanna come with our shoulders because we're gonna come at him square. And we don't want to come at him at an angle, because if we come at him at an angle, it messes with the law of gravity and our self-balancing. So we gotta come at him square, and then we'll react to that bull if he turns, then we'll we'll change our angle. But until that bull changes his his angle, we we gotta come at him square. So um
2: your chest out and chest
0: out chest out on the kick I want to see your buckle you wear you know I want you to come up straight I want to see that buckle I want you to be proud don't have a hump in your back okay as as a hump in the back it sets us down on our butt like we're sitting here in these chairs you know let's set up straight you know like 10 hut you know I mean be at attention get off your ass you know basically and uh, and your free arm Gravity loves free arms. Gravity loves free arms, and it will eat it for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so we want to keep that free arm in a controlled place that gravity can't grab it, okay? The faster these bulls get, the more gravity comes into play. There's less time to error, okay? A bull can only come up and drop and kick, but he can do it really fast. And so we have to eliminate that, that can happen there and so the control of our free arm um terry west um says it probably the best uh or y'all guys know him as terry Don west i know him as terry west Um, he said it the best if if your free arm is most of bull riders issues you know and it is i mean if if you really want to break it down and break a coach practice down and listen to me talk and break stuff, you know what you did right, what you did wrong. It's in that free arm movement, you know. So, um, and so, so yeah, he's dialed in there.
2: When uh, just because I'm not a bull rider, but I'm thinking about something. He Kate rode Ted. one last night, though. Yeah. yeah, he was vicious. Yeah, whatever you call him. Right. Um, he was fat. That's what he was. <laughs> but anyway, um, he has one here about your heels up a little. How do you?
0: That's putting a bend in your legs. That's putting that bend. But how in. do
2: you just, is there a, there? I mean, I know there's too much, not enough, but I know when I'm riding horses and where I put my heels makes a huge difference.
0: Well, we just, when we get on when we slide up tight rope, we can't drop our feet straight down and, and dead, dead weight our leg. We have to pull that heel up, pull our leg up, and put that bend in our leg. And that allows us, that bend is like the, the shock absorber and allows you to move and float with that bull. But more than anything, it allows you to get up on your legs, on the front of your legs, and ride that bull. If you drop your heel straight down and then get a hold with your spurs, because your spurs are three inches or so long, and it's got a lock around, so if you drop them straight down and then and then squeeze, then then you're kind of locked down. So I, I want you to bend, pull your heel up a little bit before you lock in there. And that gives that bend in that knee to allow you to get up on the front.
2: It's kind of like whatever it's, it's... – whether it's calf roping or barrel racing or wrestling, you make adjustments.
0: Absolutely, hey, it, it's it, that's right. It's bull riding, not bull hanging on, you know. So, but anyway, all right, guys. So, any other questions? Probably not. Yes, no. Awesome. Okay, um, wrapping up here. Um, we are um, recording this. It comes out every Sunday. Um, Podcast 21, Podcast 22 will be uh, another op- uh, uh, another Sunday. I'm wanting to bring in some guests to talk to me, to visit with me, um, but I want to bring in the right ones at the right time, um, and uh, and talk about how to get better, how to win, and uh, and and just you know, you'd be like, how you you know, it's kind of like when I do a coach practice or something. It's 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 uh. It, it's like how many how many times can you explain the same thing over and over, but it, there, there's no bullshit to it. I can't. I mean, it, this is what it is, and we explain it over and over and over until you until you get it. And so, in and doing these podcasts, I look at you know how many things can you really talk about. I, I'm it's endless of what I want to talk about, and it's endless of where I'm I'm going to go, uh, and it's very uh, going to be in depth. Um, the studies that I, that I do, uh, within myself and, um, and, 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 and the, the topics that I'm going to talk about, that's going to resonate with you guys and that's going to help you, um, make you better. Okay. Cause I, I, I tell you, I, I promise you right now, I would, I, if I can't help you, I don't want to sit here and rattle and, 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 and cause again, I'm not getting paid to sit here and talk and, uh. And I love money. So I'm not getting paid to sit here and talk, but if I can help you, that that reward in itself is worth money to me. Um, And so as I study things, um, I really am intrigued with mind over matter, the brain, why the brain works the way it does and how it works. Why does, how can an athlete back in the box, get in a box, nod his head, and win, and the next guy is just as good, can't. What happened there? And it's the thought process. It's It's a mindset. You can only know so much. You can only not know so much, but riding a bull, there's only so many things you can do. There's no bullshit to it, you know? So once you know how to do that, then the game starts the now we've got to say game starts and that game's in your head that that 90 percent of riding bulls starts in your head that 90 percent i'm coach practicing 10 percent of it you know physical right 90 percent is going to come out of that brain and, uh, and so that's why it's so more important to me to continue to my, to study mind over matter and to have a, a mentor uh, the, again that, that uh, unfortunately he, he lives overseas but he's a mind coach and helps me understand uh, my thought process and then uh, um, and then hopefully I'll get better at putting shit in words you know being able to take what I'm thinking and feeling and, and put it out in words and again I, I, I I'm not afraid to fail. Um, it's hard for me to sit up here and do a podcast um, because I'm not a trained professional. I, I don't have a fucking clue what I'm doing other than talking about my passion. And, um, but by doing it over and over and over, I will get better. And I will look at my mistakes and, and try to improve upon them. But the one thing I won't do is change who I am and how I present it. And uh, I'm David Berry, and it's David Berry style. Um, I'm not for everybody, and that's okay. But uh, the ones I am for, I am true to you and forever will be. So with that said, guys, it's monster in the making. Um, life bucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, appreciate that. Good catch. Um, life bucks, ride it. If it bucks you off, get back on. Try again. Never give up. If you truly believe in what you're doing, never, ever, ever, ever give up. All right? God bless, and uh, take care.